Welcome to the Bumpaholics Podcast. The Bumpaholics Podcast serves our community by providing education on fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, lactation, and parenthood. The overall mission is to support expecting parents so they can be more well-rounded and empowered to make informed parental decisions in their journey through parenthood. Now please sit back, listen in, and join us on today's episode of Doulaverse. Welcome to Bumpaholics with KCWM. Make sure that you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, YouTube, and TikTok at KC Women's Ministry. All right, I am Claire Harbison, and I am a birth doula here in Kansas City. I'm Madison Hobbs, and I am a birth, postpartum, and bereavement doula in Kansas City. Hi, I am Kristen Mason. I am a fertility, birth, and postpartum doula also in the Kansas City area. And today we are going to be talking about doulas without children. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Hello. So I am a doula with children and I will be asking our wonderful doulas that do not have children questions about their birth work and their relations with their clients and what they do um, as someone who doesn't have children yet themselves. Yeah. I think a lot of times there's a misconception that people who work in the birth world um, have children and have their own experiences with childbirth. So mm -hmm. it's a little bit different of an experience for us. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So my first question that I kind of wanted to cover with you guys is what originally called you to birth work. Yeah. So I personally have always kind of loved birth work and um, like pregnancy and babies and all of that from when I was like 10, 11, 12. I just really got very interested in the anatomy of pregnancy and, and what it looked like for a child to be developed and born and all of that good stuff. And um, I began going to like going into the medical field to work in like pediatrics and maybe the NICU. And then um, I was able to be in a labor and delivery setting. And I just absolutely fell in love with childbirth. I mean, getting to experience that first baby be born and that first breath, it just, it changes your life. Yeah. It really does. Mm -hmm. And so I started going to nursing school um, to work in labor and delivery mm -hmm. and decided that the medical side wasn't really for me. Um, and so I just did some research on how to be more involved and I found the work of a doula and got started that way. That's fantastic. What about you, Claire? Yeah, awesome. Um, well, for me, I kind of came about it in a very roundabout way. Okay. Um, I didn't follow the natural path of like always being passionate about birth or um, the medical field in general. That just wasn't um, what my original, what I felt my original calling was. Mm -hmm. um, so I actually, I went to school and got my bachelor's in psychology and started doing case management work. And I worked mostly with children. Um, who have experienced like abuse and neglect in their families and um, pregnant women as well who are needing services. And so I was doing that for a while and it just didn't feel, it didn't feel right. right. Like something was missing and I just couldn't figure out where my passion lied. And so I had a friend who she became pregnant unexpectedly and this was actually her third biological child and um, at the time, I was living in Colorado Springs, but and she was living there as well. And her husband lived up in Denver most of the time because he worked up there, so he couldn't mm -hmm. really be present for a lot of the appointments or any of what was really going on with her body. And we actually worked together, so I was with her all the time. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of stepped in as that support person, as her friend. Mm-hmm. And I went to a lot of prenatal appointments with her, you know, went through the entire pregnancy oh. as just like a support and a friend to be there all the time. That's I was still, actually that's, there that's like when level. she took the yeah. pregnancy test. <laughs> and so because that was unexpected. Um, and so it was just really, really nice. And I she was birthing at a birth center. So um, when I was there for one of her appointments, one of the midwives were asking, and she's like, you know, have you, you know, thought about being a doula? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> <laughs> like, like most people. I do what? And she's like, a doula. And I was like, well, um, I'll Google it. I don't really know. <laughs> That's and so, wonderful. yeah, I just, I went home and I Googled it and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I was like, I have to do this. <laughs> and so, and that's really how I ended up in birth work was wow. a midwife just mentioned it to me. It and found you. It found that's me. Amazing. So. <laughs> that's amazing. That's fantastic. Well, those are both great stories. I love it. So, um... How does that kind of change the way that you interact with your clients, especially like potential clients when they're interviewing? Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think that it changes a whole lot, in all honesty. Um, We definitely understand that everyone's birth story is different Mm -hmm. and everyone's experience in labor and pregnancy and postpartum and all of that. It's very unique. Mm -hmm. And so especially when a potential client asks me, well, well, how can I know that you can support me if you've never gone through this yourself is I let them know that that most doulas and myself included when I get to that point in my life we put our experiences on a shelf and we focus very much on what you're experiencing. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I don't have to take my experience and put it on a shelf really helps me to focus um, not necessarily more than my colleagues, but just as well as them and Mm -hmm. focusing on what your needs are and what your wants are and what you're experiencing um, rather than bringing my own experiences into your experience Mm -hmm. and kind of muddling my mindset in that regard. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. That's typically kind of how I address that is Mm -hmm. that, you know, I, the, one of the perks of the fact that I don't have children is that I don't have to work to keep my personal experiences out of your birth space. Mm -hmm. And I know many, many wonderful doulas that are able to do that with no problem whatsoever, but they still have to think about that in I don't ever have to. Mm -hmm. And so it's really easy for me to put that client first, put, you know, what their expectations are, their feelings, Mm -hmm. and what they need and support above anything that could have clouded my judgment Mm -hmm. or my thought process. And so it really gives us a, you know, a unique perspective in general to be able to just focus fully on what experience is happening right now. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Um, And I think, too, really emphasizing that all doulas go through very similar training, Mm -hmm. that we've all had very similar, even though we go through different organizations and we Mm -hmm. have different experiences, Mm -hmm. we all go through what birth looks like on a chemical level and an anatomical level Mm -hmm. as well as a physical and an emotional level. And while your experiences having your own child is going to help you in that empathy state where you understand where that pain is coming from, that we don't necessarily have that experience of what a contraction actually feels like. It still feels different for everyone. And we still understand on a molecular level what's happening Mm -hmm. and an anatomical level and where baby is and why it's causing that specific Mm -hmm. pain and how to help that. Um, So we have all basically the same training and understanding of what's going on and how we can help best. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. And especially when it comes to like, like different types of contractions where mm-hmm. people yeah. feel the pain differently. You yeah. know, do you have sciatic nerves? Is it going down your legs? And you know, I never experienced that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that I can't help support somebody yeah. through that. Exactly. And so it would be kind of similar in mm-hmm. the same way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, when you think about it also is, you know, there's a lot of professions where we hire someone who doesn't necessarily have that actual experience themselves. So Mm -hmm. even just looking at like OBs and midwives, you know, they may have never had a child Mm -hmm. uh, before, but that doesn't mean they don't medically understand how to support you and how to help you birth your baby. Mm -hmm. And so it's the same, you know, aspect of, I think it's really interesting that um, sometimes people feel the need to like ask about those personal things uh, Mm -hmm. because we don't ask those things to other people that we hire. Um, And like, I don't mind answering the question doesn't bother me in the slightest. But I just think it's interesting that with Mm -hmm. a lot of doulas, I do hear those more personal questions. And I think it's because it is such a personal field. It's like we are, you know, being invited to be part of someone's most intimate moments. Mm -hmm. And so I completely understand the like feeling or the want to like know a little bit more about that person, because you're asking them to be there for something really private. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely see why people want to ask those types of questions. But I also yeah. just think it's interesting since we don't really do that a lot with other professions. Yeah. Well, and especially if you have a male OB as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have very similar um, experiences to female doulas who have mm-hmm. never had children. And they have the same amount of training as their female counterparts. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're less qualified to be OBs just because they've never experienced birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or periods. Or periods. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or any kind of uterine pain at all. When I, Because I'm, I'm also a, a childbirth educator. I guess I forgot to say that in my intro. Um, but when I get asked, well, what does labor pain feel like? Well, think about your period. For most people, it's that mm-hmm. and then more. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you're going to be experiencing your contractions in the lower uterine area where a lot of people do. Um, and I can see that that wouldn't necessarily speak to somebody who's <laughs> never experienced period cramps before. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> what a blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't it be? <laughs> oh man. Okay. So do you find that you do actually get asked about that pretty often in your interviews? Does it tend to come up? Um, and do people like, what are the varying reactions that you get from answering yeah, I get asked every single time. Um, really? Yes, absolutely. How do every just single know time. To ask you that. Um, sometimes it's not even like an interview question. It's mm-hmm. it's more just like. So I'm just curious. Do you have any kids? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm working with um, second families who this is their second or third child, mm-hmm. um, and they're they'll bring their kids and I interact with their kids or things like that, and they'll just be like, "Do you have kids?" Oh, yeah. Um, I've only had um. I would say three out of the dozens of interviews that I've had who have actually asked in an interview style mm-hmm. where it's like, have you had kids and how does that experience help you um, in your support of me? Mm-hmm. Um, so they assume you're going to say yes. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And honestly, the reaction is always better than I expect. I've never had anyone react negative to, negatively where it's like, oh, you've never had kids. You can't help me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been like, 
oh, that's, that's wonderful that you're able to, you know, answering, going back to that first question you asked us, that's exactly what I tell my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, and they're always like, that's, that makes so much sense. And Mm -hmm. and that's great that you're still able to support us, even though you've never gone through this yourself. I've never had a negative reaction, thankfully. Wow. I've been very blessed that way. Well, that's great. Yeah. Well, and on the other end of the spectrum, I have never had somebody ask me in the interview. Um, It's come up in, like, prenatals appointments or, you know, other, like, just, like, organically flowing conversation Mm -hmm. where, you know, people, like, just ask me about myself, um, as people do in general. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's never been part of the interview or, like, deciding to hire me process, Mm -hmm. um, which I find is so interesting because I know other doulas that are childless at this time or forever whatever Mm -hmm. they choose and like there's so many mixed answers to that question yeah there are people who get asked like all the time and there's people Mm -hmm. who are like like me who I'm like I've literally never had anybody ask me that but I know a lot of you know colleagues and other doulas that have had that question a lot come up so I just find it really interesting that (laughs) is really interesting and I wonder if um you know, my, my age and marital status has, has something to do with it as Mm -hmm. well, because I am on the younger end. Um, there aren't as many young doulas. Um, you know, I'm in my early twenties. I'm, I'm not married and they can very obviously see that when I have an interview and Mm -hmm. I don't have a ring Mm -hmm. on. And I wonder if that usually prompts people when Mm -hmm. they can see that she's a little bit younger. Um, she's not married. I just wonder if she's Mm -hmm. gone through this. Um, whereas someone who maybe isn't quite as young as I am or, or who is married may not receive the same questions that I do. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes you wonder. I could definitely see that because I mean, I could very well see people just assuming that I've already gone through that process because, you know, I am married. I do talk about my husband. I wear a ring that's Mm -hmm. very like, you know, physically there, those signs are there. So they may just kind of automatically assume that I follow that traditional path of Mm -hmm. like, you know, I got married and then I had kids and, you know, I still look fairly young, but I'm not as young as I look. And so a lot of times, you know, maybe now I'm starting to look my age, I guess, and people just assume (laughs) that I'm experienced. (laughs) And so, I mean, I could really see that in influencing the questions. They just kind of read those like context clues and be like, hmm, I wonder. It would be Mm -hmm. interesting to see, to ask our, our fellow colleagues who are also childless um, and kind of gauge, well, okay, are they married? Are, uh, you know, how young are they? Um, and kind of compare their answers. Cause yeah. I, I wonder if that mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. Yeah. 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 Uh, people just assume that I've had kids. Yeah. It's huh. never, it's never brought up. It's just mm-hmm. assumed correctly. But I also kind of wonder if that's because it's in my bio. That oh, could be maybe. too. So yeah. like when I'm describing, cause what brought me to birth work as with many, many doulas who have children was having my children. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So yeah. yeah. It's interesting. For sure. So, um, uh, and we've talked before and I know that both of you are planning on having children just as a preference beforehand. I'm not assuming <laughs> that they are planning pregnancies in their futures. Um, so how do you kind of envision your future pregnancies and your childbirth Um, for yourselves be just with the experience that you have as a birth worker? Has that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, um, having gotten the early start that I did in the interest of pregnancy um, and having a lot of exposure to home births through media, Mm -hmm. um, I definitely wanted uh, through my whole life to try a natural birth, Mm -hmm. but I also knew that it probably wasn't going to happen. Um, and my, my youngest brother was born naturally. Um, just 
not on purpose, just a kind of a fluke, almost born in the car kind of thing. Um, but my mom always says, if I had to do it again, I'm doing it natural. So I knew that I always wanted to try doing it natural. And even during my, my doula training, I was asked this question, um, you know, how do you think you would be able to handle it? And I'm like, well, I think I could, I want to try, but I know I don't handle pain very well. I have some um, uterine and bladder conditions that already cause pain. I just really don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but having seen it and knowing the impact that doulas have, I truly believe that I will be able to have a natural birth. Um, I would love to try and have a birth in at home if I can, mm -hmm. um, you know, barring any complications or in a birth center if home is not an option. And um, I understand me personally with some health conditions. I might have to be in a hospital, but I also now have that experience mm -hmm. that you can do all natural in a hospital mm -hmm. and have everything that you want be respected and, and how to go about that um, and how to have that birth plan respected. So. Yeah, absolutely you can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, for me, I... So my family has a history of working in birth work. My aunt and my mom both worked in a labor and delivery unit in a hospital. Oh, cool. And so awesome. um, there was a lot of, like, really inappropriate conversation <laughs> at, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner where, yes. like, like, which made everybody super uncomfortable because, you know, my mom and my aunt were the only people comfortable talking about of bodies. Course. Like, everyone else, like, everyone's very conservative. My grandpa was like, I didn't hear that. Um, I don't want to hear about your uterus. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> and so oh, that I so I grew awesome. up in <laughs> I grew up in that environment where like it was very openly talked about but it freaked me out because I knew like nothing um, about it and I was like that sounds terrible I don't want to do that um and the my um aunt she means well but she <laughs> she talks very um scary in like oh. context about um labor and birth but I think it's because she only works with like high intervention high mm -hmm. risk so she doesn't really have a lot of opportunity to see the like more unmedicated natural calm side of birth because her job is to mm -hmm. work with those that that's just not happening mm -hmm. for various reasons and so I grew up being like I'm going to get an epidural. I'm going to get whatever pain meds they give me. I don't, I want to be like completely knocked out. I don't even care. Like I want to not know it happened. Yeah. Yes. And so, which is very, very opposite now to what mm -hmm. I would actually want to do. Um, because after my, you know, education and experiences as a doula and really, you know, supporting my friend who she had an all natural birth center birth, which still up to that yeah. point, I was like, yep, I want all, all the drugs, all the things. I don't care. Um, and seeing that. I was like, this is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is just so magical. Like, there is no, like, other quality. I've never had another experience where, like, I felt that, like, I guess, like, kind of warmth and excitement mm -hmm. inside. And so now, after seeing all this and being more educated myself and, you know, looking into things and talking to other providers, I realized I'm like, you know, I really want to try the unmedicated route um, that would you know, be my preference and be able to be in a comfortable environment. Mm -hmm. um, naturally, I just feel more calm at home or in that birth yeah. center setting. Yeah. Hospitals, I'm 
happy to support clients who birth there and want to or need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but for myself, that wouldn't be what I would choose for environment-wise because mm-hmm. hospitals make me anxious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so I just get that um, vibe um, for myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, because nobody really likes to be admitted to the hospital. That's just yeah. the thing. Um, and so, I mean, for me, I it's more about I want to find somewhere where I feel comfortable mm-hmm. and relaxed and mm-hmm. So, I mean, that would really be how I would hope to be able to do things. And obviously, I would hire a doula as well. Of course. Um, or like 100. So yes. <laughs> We are here for you. The entire All Casey, Casey Women's Room. Yes. You mm-hmm. can come. You have to beat um, us off with sticks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my husband's going to come knocking on your door and be like, Claire, can, can we yeah. come in? Hi. My husband's going to be like, who are all these people? And be like, oh, I told you that I had doulas. He's like, well, I didn't think you meant 12. <laughs> At minimum. Yes, yes. Oh, that's We're fun. just going to make our living room a birth center and be like, come on in. It's a learning experience. That would not surprise my husband at this point. So Same. My husband has actually offered. <gasps> he has legit said that if anybody from the ministry wants to give birth in our basement, that you guys can. So That's amazing. That's amazing. Sold. <laughs> Done. Already. Booked. <laughs> Booked. We'll have, a, we'll have a going like a white board. And then this person's giving birth around this time. <laughs> Permanent pool in the in the basement. He Love will, it. He will regret that yes. offer. He will. <laughs> you know, he knows what he's offering because I gave birth to my first at home. Mm-hmm. And then I had a hospital birth. And he just wants people to have access. He's been to both. That's fantastic. And my sister had her first in a hospital and then her next three at home. And she's about to have another home birth mm-hmm. any minute now. <laughs> Which yeah. we're super excited about. Um, and they, yeah, they just were, we want people to have access to giving birth mm-hmm. in that type of that's space. Fantastic. Well, that's awesome. That's so, wonderful. Well, I'm yeah. glad he kind of knows what he's getting into then. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> eyes wide open. He's on our board. He... He knows what's up. He's been to my childbirth education classes. He's spoken at my childbirth education classes. He likes to surprise pregnant people with his knowledge. That's wonderful. (laughs) I love it. I love the passion. (laughs) Me too. So, um, yeah, those are the questions that I have for you. Is there anything that, like, you feel for your experiences that I didn't cover that you kind of want to make sure get brought up? Any kind of representation for, for birth workers that don't have children? Um, not really. I mean, this is just like our own personal experiences. So, mm-hmm. you know, everyone just like birth, everyone who's a doula has their own experiences with clients and their personal life. And so we really can't speak on behalf of all, you know, doulas without children because mm-hmm. every individual situation is different. Absolutely. Um, but for me, like that's a pretty good highlight of what my experience looks like, you know, with, you know, addressing that question yeah. or what people some people may think as a challenge mm-hmm. but I don't yeah. see as one so yeah yeah absolutely and and I just want to add for you know anyone who's interested in hiring a doula um that it's not necessarily a bad thing if you're interested in finding out whether your doula has mm-hmm. had children yeah. or not oh absolutely. Um, it's it's certainly not an offensive question mm-hmm. um especially those of us who don't have children we're fully prepared to answer that question mm-hmm. um we have thought a lot about what we do why we do it and and how we can um, 
support you just as well as our colleagues mm-hmm. who have had children. Um, so, you know, if you're sitting there listening like, oh, gosh, maybe I shouldn't be asking that question, please don't feel bad. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, no. not the intent. It is not the intent. Um, you know, we're, our goal is to bring representation to all doulas mm-hmm. yeah, and, and all of our experiences and, mm-hmm. and, um, and there's yeah. so many different, we're all kinds of kinds. Yes. Um, definitely. Mm-hmm. I actually did have one more thing that I want to talk about that I thought of while we were talking and then I forgot it and I remember it again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How that works. Um, so because you guys have not given birth yourselves, do you find that that kind of helps you to not have strong opinions about the options or do you have opinions you're just really good at? Cause you know, we have to not force our opinions mm-hmm, on right. people. We don't want them to even know what they are for the most part. Yeah. Um, do you find that to be easy to do? Hard to no. do? I think it's the same. Um, I think that especially through our research, um, just like with anyone we've developed our, uh, I've developed my own opinions. My opinions are very strong. I know what my birth plan is going to look like, the things that I do and don't want. Um, and it is often times very hard to hide my opinions, um, Mm -hmm. when it comes up. And I think that it's, it's no easier than someone who's had a child or given birth. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that's very similar because, I mean, as humans, it's natural to have your own opinions and Mm -hmm. have, you know, your own research and have done, like, know all of the facts and know what you would want for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, But that doesn't necessarily mean that um, we feel like that's what other people have to do. But Mm -hmm. everyone has their own opinions. So I think everyone on some level has to, you know, work to keep their opinions to themselves Mm -hmm. because in our minds we think, okay, well, this you know, this is what I would want because, Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes that's just not, um, the right way to address something because that's not what they wanted. And so, you know, just taking a moment when you feel that pull to just say, you know, okay, is this, am I making this about me Mm -hmm. or, um, or is this something that they would actually benefit from knowing? Yeah. And so, and just finding the space for that information, if that's something that they want. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. Great answers. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us on Bumpaholics with KCWM. This was talking about doulas without children. And don't forget to follow us on our social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, YouTube, and TikTok at KC Women's Ministry. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for hanging out with us. We loved having you here. Don't forget to hit that like button because you know we deserve it. Leave a comment to let us know why. And since you enjoy this video so much, go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel. While you're at it, click the notification icon so you're alerted to all of our future content. Your participation and constructive feedback helps us grow and shapes our community that you can be a part of. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials so you can stay in the loop for upcoming videos, live events, fundraisers, and Patreon goodies. As you know, the details will be found in the description below. Thanks for watching, and we can't wait to see you in our next video.